Hi, you're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. And no, we're not trying to sell you anything. The following audio drama is rated G-Wiz, which means it's perfectly safe for folks and families of all ages to enjoy with Cheese Wiz. Chatterbox Audio Theater presents As told by the Brothers Grimm Performed live at the Memphis Children's Theater Festival On May 24th, 2008 In a faraway land many years ago There lived a king who had three sons The eldest, whose name was William was the bravest and strongest of all the men in the entire kingdom. I am charmed beyond words to make your acquaintance. The middle son, whose name was Anthony, was the swiftest and smartest of all the men in the kingdom. The delight I take in our meeting is matched only by the sadness I shall feel when we must part. There was the youngest, who was called Simpleton. Hello! <laughs> oh. Like his brothers, Simpleton had many admirable qualities, including... Um, yes. Uh, well, for starters, he... Um, uh, Simpleton was very... Clean. Oh, no, actually, I'm quite filthy. I spent all morning mucking out the hog trough. At any rate, the day came Do when... you know that hogs eat food called swill and that it's made from garbage? Simpleton, please. It's true. It sounds awful, but actually it tastes quite good. Simpleton. Yes. Do you mind? Oh, no, no, please. Continue your most fascinating tale, Miss Voice. Or would you prefer Mrs. or, or Mademoiselle? Or... Uh, thank you. Thank you. But narrator will do just fine. <clears throat> Excuse me. At any length, the day came when William and Anthony decided to leave their home in search of adventure. We shall climb the highest mountains. We shall slay the mightiest dragons. You see, in those days, it was customary for a king's sons to go out into the world and have adventures. <laughs> In order to prove their worthiness as heirs to the throne. We shall roam the countryside, righting wrongs and stamping out wickedness wherever we may find it. And when we return home in triumph, everyone in the kingdom will see that we are fit to be their rulers. <laughs> Mount your horse then, brave Anthony. We ride out immediately. Okay, brothers, I'm ready. Well, I'm coming with you to go out in the world in search of adventure. <laughs> adventure? <laughs> Why, simpleton, I doubt you even know the meaning of the word. How unfair of you, brother. I'm almost certain it has something to do with dinner. And I must tell you, I'm very hungry. Simpleton, are you... Are you riding a pig? I'll admit that my steed is perhaps not as well-bred as yours, brothers, but no matter. Today we set out to prove ourselves as noble as kings. 
simpleton! You impossible fool! We shall send news of our adventures when we can. Try to avoid burning down the castle while we are away. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you like that? Not to worry, Morton. I'm sure there's plenty of adventure right here at home to the pantry. <laughs> William and Prince Anthony set off on their journey. After a few adventures, however, they fell into a wild, disorderly way of living, and they quickly spent all the money they had. More ale! More food! More gambling! More women. Listen to me, everyone! Drink! Eat! Make merry! Tonight we celebrate like kings! (laughs) A long time passed, and Simpleton heard no news of his brothers. Eventually, he decided that he would seek them out. For days, he roamed the countryside, asking everyone he met if they had seen the two princes. Your brothers? Yes, I rented some rooms to them. They left everything a mess, and then they snuck out in the middle of the night so they wouldn't have to pay me. Oh, those two are your brothers, are they? Yes, I know them well. They ran off with ten loaves of me best bread. Uh, Hello in there. Uh, Hello. When Simpleton finally located his brothers, he was alarmed to find them living in such squalor. (gasps) Dearest brothers, I am alarmed to find you living in such squealer. Squalor. Uh? It means messiness, Uh? being dirty. Oh, squalor. (laughs) Why, if it isn't old Simpleton. Come to rescue us, have you, to take us back home to Daddy? (laughs) (laughs) Brothers, I must insist that you return home to the castle with me. Home? What is there for us at home? Don't you see, Simpleton? We're out in the world now. We're living, having adventures. (laughs) Adventures? (laughs) All I see is squammer. Squalor. (laughs) Squalor. (laughs) Poor old Simpleton. Do you really think that you know more than us, your two older brothers? Especially when we are so much cleverer than you. And stronger. And braver. And better looking. And better groomed. And we don't pick our noses. Or any other parts of our bodies. And we no longer sleep with our teddy bears. I believe you have made your point. Now, if you don't mind, I would like to get back home soon. Mr. Bear does get lonely. Simpleton. You are a fool. A team of horses couldn't drag us back home. We would rather die than return to that dreadful, boring place. Oi! You in there! Open up! Open up, I say! You owe me three weeks' worth of rent on these rooms! Uh, on the other hand, um, I for one am always up for a change of scenery. Well said, Brother Well said, and no use being formal about it. We might as well go out through the window. I know you're in there, you pinch well, I thing. knew you would listen to reason, for, as a wise man once said, home is anywhere, anywhere that, the uh, uh, something to do with a fish, I believe. And And so the three brothers began their journey homeward. The trek was long and difficult, and our travelers found distraction where they could. Twenty-two puddles of swill on the floor! Twenty-two puddles of swill! Pick one out and slurp it all down! Twenty... Uh... Ooh... 
I may need my pencil and paper for this one. <laughs> After they had been traveling for some time and were growing weary, they came across a large ant hill. Why, Anthony, look! Look how they scurry about so! Busy little fellows, aren't they? Hello down there, lads! What's the rush? I wonder how they'd like it if I stuck my foot right in the middle of their castle. That would certainly give them something to think about, wouldn't it? One quick stop and they'll have to start all over. How funny! Do it, William! As soon as William lifted his foot to level the tiny castle, Uh... the colony of ants let out a tremendous cry! Which prompted Simpleton to jump in front of his brother and yell... Stop! Leave the poor creatures in peace. I will not allow you to disturb them. All right, Simpleton. All right. We were just trying to have some fun. Singing will give us all the fun we need. Now, where were we? Oh, dear, I seem to have lost count. We'll have to start over. (laughs) One thousand puddles of swill on the floor. One thousand puddles of swill. And so they continued onward. And Simpleton's singing was so loud that none of them heard the ants say... Brothers walked and walked until at length they came to a wide lake where a great number of ducks were swimming. Why, Anthony, look! There must be hundreds of ducks in that lake! Well then, get out your bow, Brother William. We shall feast on duck meat for a week. And so William took aim with his bow. But just as he was about to let loose his arrow, the ducks cried out. And Simpleton leapt in front of his brother's bow and screamed. Stop! Leave the poor creatures be. They are not harming anyone. I will not suffer you to kill them. But, Simpleton, we're hungry. I have managed to keep my stomach full by licking the moss off of these rocks. Mmm, delicious. Here you go, brothers. There's still plenty left for you. And so, once again, the three travelers continued on their merry way. 964 puddles of swill on the floor. 964 puddles of swill. Their pace was so quick that they were already out of earshot when the ducks said, brothers walked for hours and hours. After a long time, they came across a bee's nest in which there was so much honey that it dripped down the side of the tree. Anthony, look! Why, William, I've never seen so much honey. And we can have it all to ourselves if we can only chase those bees away. Not a problem, brother. Observe. We begin by finding two dried sticks and rubbing them together. You see, by rubbing the sticks, we create heat. Once the sticks get hot enough, they will burn, which will cause smoke. Why, they're already starting to spark. Now, once I place the sticks under the beehive, the bees will not be able to breathe. The smoke will suffocate them. Oh, it was true. The smoke from the burning sticks had already begun to choke the poor bees, who in their panic cried out. Why, it's working. Brilliant idea, brother. Yes, and as soon as the bees are all dead, we can go. 
The two brothers looked up, astonished. Without warning, Simpleton had doused the sparks from the burning sticks. Hey! Simpleton, wait! Where'd that water come from? I've a largely liquid diet. Ew. Now, you leave those poor creatures in peace. I will not allow you to burn them. Simpleton, really? It was noble of you the first time. Maybe a little endearing the second time. But this is too much. Do you want your brothers to starve? No, I only want them to behave like the kings they hope to be. Why, look at that hive. Why, there, somewhere inside is a queen bee ruling over her kingdom, just as both of you hope to rule over our father's kingdom. How would you feel if someone from a foreign land threatened your lives for sport and you were helpless to defend yourselves against such fearsome foes? Well, well, I'll be, simpleton. (laughs) I believe you have a point. We be fearsome foes, Anthony. (laughs) Indeed, all our enemies will find themselves beaten. (laughs) We'll be still for now, little brother. (laughs) I second that. In light of your sound reasoning, we shall let the bees be, and we shall begin our journey yet again. (laughs) Oh, will you please be quiet? Be quiet? (laughs) And so, once again, our travelers resumed their journey. The bees, meanwhile, had finally gotten their breath back, and with one voice, the hive called out. But the three brothers were already gone. That night, a terrible storm overtook the weary travelers. They could find no shelter, and so they had to continue onward, braving the torrential rains and hoping to discover someplace warm to spend the night. Simpleton! Where are you leading us? We are cold and tired. At this rate, we will catch our deaths before we find shelter. Here, brothers, up ahead. Is that a house I see? The brothers trudged onward toward a shadowy structure in the distance until at last they reached the door. Ooh, it's dark in here. Good thing I hid these matches deep in my satchel. I'll light one to get our bearings. Simpleton, you idiot! We're in a stable! Oh, I thought I recognized that smell. Careful not to drop that match, Simpleton. Simpleton, light that lamp and bring it over here, will you, my brother? You are not going to believe this. Simpleton drew the lamp near to where his brother Anthony was standing, and the three brothers saw that the stable they were in was full of horses, but to their alarm, they realized that the horses were... Stone! Why? All the horses have been turned to stone. There is some enchantment over this place. Come, brothers. It is not safe to stay here. Yes, I'd rather chance the wind and rain than chance being turned to stone. And so the three brothers fled the stables. Lightning flashed. And they saw that ahead of them, in the distance, loomed a dark and dreary castle. This way! There's bound to be shelter inside! As the three brothers entered the palace, they realized just how large it actually was. Why, 
It's enormous. Yes, but it appears to be completely deserted. Not a single light is burning within. It was true. No lights burned inside the gloomy citadel, and no human beings, flesh or stone, inhabited its rooms. How strange. I wonder if we shouldn't... Yodelay! Simpleton, what are you doing? Echo! Simpleton, I swear! No, brother! Hello. Perhaps he's on to something. We should search the castle for signs of life. Or at the very least, for something to eat. Mister, now you're speaking my language. And so the brothers set about exploring the castle. They searched down every hallway. Hello! Hello. Anybody there? Inside every room. Another empty chamber. Not a soul in sight. Even inside every trunk. (laughs) But for all their searching, they found nothing. Why? Where is everyone? The entire castle is deserted. Not a creature is stirring. Except for that mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Brothers, quiet, please. Come hither and look at what I found. Quite at the end of the many hallways, Simpleton had discovered... A large metal door. In which were embedded... Three large metal locks. How strange. I wonder what's behind this door. Well, let's see. I spy with my little eye something that sounds like Bindo. He's right, Anthony. There's a tiny window in the door. Oh, how did you guess it so quickly? Perhaps we can see through that window to the inside of the room. <gasps> ooh, 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 ooh. Me, me, let me try. Me, 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 here, 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 me, me. Ooh, ooh. No. Okay. No, I'll do it. I'm the oldest, plus you're much too short. Simpleton, let's see what I can see. I may not be the oldest, but I've always been taller than you and better looking. Perhaps because you're always sticking your neck in where it doesn't belong. No, stop pushing. Get out of the way. There. There, I can see. Oh, my. What is it, brother? Is it cake? No. It's... It's an old man sitting at the table. Well, try and get his attention. Hello, old man. No response. Oh, here, let me try. Old man, I say! Pay attention! How long has it been since you've heard a human voice? Or a loud banging on your door? Anything? No, he hasn't budged. Perhaps he's dead. Perhaps. I wonder if we shouldn't... Simpleton, you idiot. Now what are you... Wait! Wait, William, the old man. He looked up. By Jove, he's not dead at all. Now he's standing up and walking toward the door. Ooh, he's not very handsome at all. He's pasty and he has a wart on his... Stand back! The door is opening! <laughs> Greetings, weary travelers, and welcome! The man who now stood before the three brothers was... Extremely old. He was no more than four feet tall and was dressed in a ragged green robe. Around his neck hung a necklace which held a small hourglass filled with sand. 
Circling his head was a crown made of feathers, and around his wrist he wore a golden bracelet from which dangled a piece of honeycomb. Step inside, my friends. I've been expecting you. You... you have? Of course! You see, I've laid out a feast for you. Please, sit. There is every kind of food here that you could possibly wish for. <gasps> oh, boy! Simpleton, please! That's disgusting! Well, no, actually, it's quite delicious. After the brothers had eaten their fill, the old man led each to his own room. Each room contained a beautiful bed with a most comfortable mattress, the coziest comforter and sheets, and the most downy soft pillows that any of them could imagine. Soundly they slept all through the night. morning, the three brothers gathered over a breakfast that was just as sumptuous as their dinner had been the night before. Mm, mm. Oh, what a wonderful sleep I had. Mm, And this breakfast. Oh, would that all my repast was so splendid. Indeed, truly, had I not woken, I'd been happy to spend the rest of my life in dreamland. Wouldn't you agree, Simpleton? Simpleton had slept well, too, but seeing his brothers awake and refreshed so early in the morning Mm. made him suspicious. He wondered if something was amiss. You are all well-rested and well-fed, I trust? Oh, yes, thank you. Yes, thank you very much. Excellent. In that case, I should now like to speak with the eldest of you. (laughs) See there, Anthony. You may be taller and better looking, but I am the oldest and therefore the most important. Prince William, the delights you have experienced here in this castle come with a price. I now place upon you three tasks, which must be completed ere this castle can be delivered from the enchantment that surrounds it. Is that so? And why should I be compelled to perform these tasks? Well said, brother of mine. Let us be on our way and be rid of this old man's drudgery. Why, what is happening? I can't even put one foot in front of the other. Oh, dear. Unfortunately for you, my dear Anthony, any who have eaten and slept in the castle may not attempt to leave it without turning to stone. Oh, please do not worry. (laughs) You need only to complete the tasks I assign you, and all shall be well. Now, listen carefully. The king who lived in this castle many years ago had three daughters. Each daughter had a dowry of pearls, but they have since been stolen by the winds and scattered through the forest. Your first task is to return to this box the princess's pearls, which are 1,000 in number and are hidden beneath the moss. If by this time tomorrow a single pearl is missing, he who looks for them shall be turned to stone. Uh, On second thought, I seem to recall that... Anthony is the oldest. Prince William! You must go. And so the terrified William went out into the forest where he spent the entire day searching for the hidden pearls. 
Oh, oh, here's one. Oh, oh, and here's one. And here. No, wait, that's a rock. Here. No, no, that's a bird's egg. And, 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 this, and this is, oh, I don't even know what this is. The next morning, the unfortunate William returned to the castle to share the results of his search. Well, brave prince, have you succeeded? Uh, I... I didn't find one thousand, exactly, but I did find one hundred. See... Do percentages count? Oh, uh, because if you think about it, Lord, I have done one hundred percent. I'm going to William, he's he's turned to stone. He looks very unhappy. This is not a statue I would want in my garden. Anthony, your brother has failed in his task. It is now your turn. Oh, so I suppose I'm the next in line, huh? Just because I'm the next eldest, is that it? Oh, is that not classic? How cliche. You think we were in some sort of fairy tale adventure? <laughs> oh, something. Him. Where my brother failed, let me succeed. I thought so. (laughs) And so Anthony gathered his wits about him and undertook the same task. It did not, however, fare much better with him than it did with William. Uh, Morning. And you have returned. Did you succeed in finding all the princess's pearls? Well, uh, I found about (sighs) two hundred. Abracadabra, on his walkers, And now, Simpleton, it appears that your turn has finally come round. Oh, uh, thank you very much, sir, but I'd just as soon stay here and have my breakfast. Uh, uh, what time will it be served exactly? Um, <clears throat> breakfast, uh, sir? Oh, please, sir, what can I do that my brothers were not able to do? My name, after all, is Simpleton. It doesn't get any simpler than that. What could possibly make me succeed at this task where my brothers could not? Oh, you're not going to say anything, are you? You're just going to stand there looking creepy. (laughs) Oh, Miss Voice, uh, narrator, is the old man going to say anything? Oh, I'm afraid not, Simpleton. Oh, rats! (sighs) All right, then. 700 pearls left. Here goes nothing. And so Simpleton charged out into the forest and searched through the moss for the pearls, just as his brothers had done. Unfortunately, he didn't have much luck either, and his less-than-perfect intellect wasn't doing him any favors. And so after many hours of searching, poor Simpleton sat down on a rugged outcropping and wept. I never should have left my father's castle. If this is adventure... You can keep it! (laughs) I just want to go home. But while Simpleton sat preoccupied, a whole squadron of ants, the very ants whose lives he had once saved, swarmed over the forest. Before long, the little creatures had gathered every single one of the remaining pearls and laid them in a pile at Simpleton's feet. Oh, I wish just once I'd had a real Italian pizza. <laughs> and I'm sorry I didn't make more charitable donations. And I'm... Oh, hello, what's this? 
little friends, I'm so sorry that my brothers threatened you. But, but what have we here? Why, it's a mountain of pearls. You've gathered them up to help me. Thank you, little friends. And so Simpleton gathered up the pearls that the ants had laid at his feet and rushed back to the castle with them. Oh, I'm speechless. From nowhere these kind ants came to my aid. I shall forever be in their debt. When Simpleton returned to the castle, the old man was waiting for him. Old man, look. I've brought you what my brothers could not. Here are the pearls. Take them and let us be on our way. Ah, You have done well, my young friend. (laughs) And now I told you with a second task. Oh, no. A second task? (laughs) One was quite enough for me, thank you. For your second task, you must fetch out of the lake the key to the king's daughter's bedchamber. The king's daughter's bedchamber? Oh, since when does a king keep the key to his daughter's bedchamber at the bottom of a lake? I mean, what sense is there in that? Better get a move on, simpleton. Oh, all right. And so Simpleton returned to the lake, wondering how he could possibly find a single key when it was hidden somewhere beneath all that water. Oh, this is terrible. I'm no swimmer. Oh, hello, giant group of ducks. What am I to do? From the lake, there emerged a massive flock of ducks. The very ducks whom Simpleton had saved from his brother's bow. They waddled up from the shore, bent their beaks to the ground, and said... Oh, hello. Uh, uh. The ducks just stared. Uh, I said hello. Uh, Hola. Uh, Konnichiwa. Are you just going to stand there? Then, remembering the help he had received from the ants, Simpleton tried telling the ducks. Uh, uh, Explaining to the ducks. uh, Explaining to the... The help. Oh, right. Uh, I seek the key to the princess's bedchamber. Immediately, the ducks leapt back into the lake and dove beneath its surface. Oh, my, I certainly didn't mean to offend them. I hope they come back. No sooner had Simpleton said this than the surface of the lake began to churn, and all of the ducks shot like rockets back onto the shore. From the crowd, a single duck stepped forward. In her bill was a golden key. What's this? A key? The key? That's amazing! Thank you ever so much. From this day forth, never let it be said that waterfowl do not hold the key to the... I'm sorry, I can't come up with anything clever. (laughs) Well, we're used to it by now, Simpleton. Right. Back to the castle! When Simpleton returned to the castle, he found that the old man was waiting with... A third and final task. Oh, and the last is always the most difficult, isn't it? Can it please be something easy, like uh, eating a whole tub of ice cream or scratching the top of my head with my toe? No, simpleton. Your final task is this. From amongst the three sleeping daughters of the king, the youngest and dearest is to be sought out. The three daughters, however, all look exactly alike. The only difference is that each one ate a different sweet before falling asleep. The eldest, a bit of sugar. The second, a little syrup. And the youngest, a spoonful of honey. Using the key that the ducks had retrieved from the pond, the old man unlocked the door and led Simpleton into a large, sunny chamber with giant windows that overlooked the entire kingdom. 
Inside, as promised, Simpleton found three beautiful princesses, yeah, all of whom were fast asleep. They appeared to him to be completely identical. Oh, they're all so pretty. Uh, but I'll never be able to figure out which one is the youngest. Oh, dear. Well, maybe being turned to stone won't be so bad. Uh, it seems to be going okay for William and Anthony, but, but I wonder how it will be... Be... Bees! <laughs> It was true. Outside the window, a huge swarm of bees was hovering. Soon, the largest bee that Simpleton had ever seen alighted upon the window ledge. Simpleton knew immediately that it was the queen bee, the ruler of the hive that he had saved from his brother's cruelty. Her entire swarm hovered behind her, awaiting her orders. Simpleton stared at her in bewilderment. Oh, don't you start that, too. Sorry. Hello, bees! And hello, your majesty. I am honored to make your acquaintance. Oh, well, honey, I heard about your troubles, and I just knew we had to come help you out. Oh, look at them three little sweet things in their beds. Sure are pretty, ain't they? <laughs> Simpleton. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> now speak up now, child. You're looking for the one who ate her some honey for falling asleep, is that right? Yes, ma'am. She's the youngest. Uh, can you help me? Oh, Simpleton, darlings. I am a queen bee. Honey is my beeswax. <laughs> <laughs> now, you stand aside and give old Queenie a little room. As you wish, your majesty. And so the queen bee buzzed into the room and alighted on the lips of each of the princesses, tasting the traces of the sweets that were left there. Mmm, let's see, princess number one. Ooh, no, that ain't her. Princess number two. Oh, yuck. Oh, not this one. Oh, and let me tell you, her breath ain't no great shakes neither. Princess number three. I got a good feeling about this one. Oh, it's just like coming home. Here you go, Zimpleton. It's this one here. She's your honey. Thank you, your majesty. Simpleton turned to the old man and said, This one is the youngest daughter. I am sure of it. Duh, what do I do now? Well, kiss her, you idiot. <laughs> and so Simpleton leaned over and kissed the beautiful princess. Who... Who... Who instantly woke up. Oh. <gasps> oh, oh, I was having the most wonderful dream. I, I dreamt I met the sweetest, most simple-minded man. <laughs> he brought all my pearls back to me. He saved me from an evil enchantment. Oh. And if that weren't enough, it turned out he, he was a prince. Oh, what a perfect dream. <laughs> well, Missy, it's a good thing you woke up when you did. <laughs> Because I got some great news for you. <laughs> oh? Oh? What is it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Not only did the youngest princess awaken, 
But her sisters woke up as well. As did Simpleton's brothers, who were immediately returned to their normal state. Here they are in this chamber. Simpleton, we're restored. Does this mean that you, you completed the three tasks? Well, wonders never cease. Speaking of wonders, brother William, I see two sweet little wonders right here in this room. Hello, ladies. How would you like a little honey of your own? To which the awakening princesses replied, Look at them cute males! <laughs> With the three tasks complete, the old man removed his hourglass necklace, his crown of feathers, and his bracelet of honeycomb. <laughs> Having done so, a magical and wondrous thing occurred. The old man transformed. His tattered robes turned into the royal robes of a king, and the old man grew taller by another two feet right before their eyes. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Before them stood the king of the castle and the father of the three princesses. I had fallen under the spell of an evil sorcerer many years ago, he said, and could only be saved by the achievement of the three magical tasks which you have just completed, Simpleton. Now, with your success, I pass these trophies on to you as reward for your services. And the king handed over one by one the crown of duck feathers, the hourglass of sand, and the bracelet of honeycomb. With the enchantment broken, the king was restored to the throne, and he ruled with kindness over the kingdom. Meanwhile, Simpleton married the young princess, and when the time came for the king to step down, Simpleton and the princess became rulers of his kingdom, as well as the kingdom ruled by Simpleton's father. Never had there been a regent as well-loved as King Simpleton. He kept all the animals safe from hunters, but he also saw to it that everyone in the kingdom had all the cake they wanted. And anywhere King Simpleton went, his subjects would trail behind him, singing a song of triumph. Two, three, four, one thousand puddles of swill on the floor, one thousand puddles of swill. Pick one up, flip it all down, nine hundred ninety-nine puddles of swill on the floor. And they all lived simply ever after. The end. You have been listening to a live performance of Chatterbox Audio Theater's production of The Queen Bee by the Brothers Grimm, featuring Kim Justice as the narrator and The Queen Bee, Robert Arnold as Simpleton, Joe Vescovo as Prince William, Stephen Burke as Prince Anthony, Marcus Brown as the old man, and Karen Strawn as the princess. Music written and performed by Michelle Bush. Sound effects by Karen Strawn, Marcus Brown, Ashley Bug Brown, and Greg Crossness. Produced by Andrew Sullivan. Adapted by Robert Arnold and Greg Crossness. Directed by Greg Crossness. This is your announcer, Tom Badgett. Chatterbox Audio Theater is a nonprofit, 
web-based community theater that advances the exchange of ideas by channeling creativity and artistic collaboration into recorded audio works that enlighten, entertain, and inspire. Download all of our shows free at www.chatterboxtheater.org. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.